0: Yes, welcome into Colby Sapp's Mystery Shotgun. I am your host, Colby Sapp. Normally, I'm alongside everybody else, but this report today had to come out just not on a drunk sports podcast broadcast, but it had to come out right now because of all the things that are happening in the world of Warner Brothers. And I wanted to get y'all all all updated on what's going on. Love being in front of you guys. By the way, uh, go ahead and like, share, subscribe, tell everybody what's going on. If you've seen this in other videos, understand that, yeah, I'm a little bit behind. If you haven't and I'm bringing news to you, then this is why we do this mystery shotgun, this emergency mystery shotgun that'll be do, done a lot more often here on this channel. So let's go ahead and get into what Warner Brothers is having going on in their little crisis center as their 10-year plan is looks like it's going to actually do, do something or something. So... Everybody's saying, and they're going ahead and putting this guy into the executive hall of fame as Warner brothers apparently have found their new leader, uh, of direction. And I guess short way to say is it's their new Kevin Feige. So Warner Brothers themselves, by the way, in case you didn't know, uh, Walter Hermata, which who was the head of DC Films, his contract is about up. They're going to let him go, and they need a new president of DC Films, which will not be David Zaslov or anybody like that that's that's going to be in charge. They, he wanted a figurehead, and this figurehead is the guy that gave us um, the It movies Uh, The Lego movies, Uh, he was a part of Aladdin. That is Dan Lin. So Dan Lin, who was on a, a podcast before all of this broke, and said basically the Lego Batman was his way to actually get in because he loves the DC Universe. So he was one of the top guys that was in line for this position over at Warner Brothers. And it looks like as most of the uh, trade company mags or websites or whatever are going ahead and announcing that Dan Lynn is the guy. A couple of things for you Snyderverse fans that you need to know before I get into the other news that's happening is he was on a podcast, Dan Lynn was, and as he was talking to them, he said something along the lines of when Zack Snyder or the Snyderverse was brought up with uh, Warner Brothers and what have you, he did refer in whether it could have been sarcasm or not to the Snyder bots. So. Keep everything with a grain of salt on that. That he did refer to Snyder bots, which, if you don't know what those are, basically, some people are claiming, and maybe this is a little bit of it, that the Snyderverse onslaught of fans, a lot of it was bot controlled. Um, I know everything that I ever posted about wanting to see and continue the Snyderverse. I'm not a bot, but apparently. Um, They have numbers to show that some of that was bots. Well, I mean, if a Snyderverse fan created a a bot central or made his own Snyderverse transformers to infiltrate the uh, the interwebs, then okay, he at least he got the Snyderverse cut out there. And if we have to congratulate that guy for doing it, that's great. The unintended consequence of that is that it lessens the amount of, oh my God, all these people are behind Zack Snyder. If Warner Brothers can point to, well, it's bots. And as we've seen on the Drunk Sports Podcast, 60% of the internet is actually not human. It's bots and hackers, uh, the hacker bots. So... That would be so only forty percent of the internet's actually real humans. Let that sink in for all the Skynet and um, just the robots are going to take over the world. Well, they've already taken over the virtual world. So congratulations to that. I don't know why I got down that tangent, but I did. So congratulations to everybody that followed me. I'll lay the sticks down so you can uh, you can keep a hold of the trail. So Dan Land's in charge at Warner Brothers, and that's that's actually news. I don't know yet if it's good news or not. I I I don't. Uh, it it's news. So hopefully something great comes from this. That would be amazing. Um your second point of today's Mystery Shotgun is that apparently even though all the things that they did was was um just dragging the Flash movie and Warner Brothers themselves through the muck, uh, apparently Warner Brothers themselves is like, you know what? We're actually okay with Ezra Miller. Um, so what happened was is that they, um, they heard about the Warner Brothers plan. Warner brothers plan where they basically said they had three options with the flash movie. They were either going to release it in theaters with a big hoopla and a big budget behind it and just do everything that they can to make sure people know that this movie exists and they should go see it. Or the other option was, was just release it with no fanfare and just see how it does. And then the third option was to put it into the vault right next to the Batgirl movie. So that uh, caused Ezra Miller to tell everybody and release the apology and say he's been in rehab and which he has been, or they have been, I'm sorry. I'm, old pronouns don't always do the right thing with my mouth. Um, so that they had went to rehab and then they went and met with head executives at Warner brothers and basically told them like, they're very, very, very sorry. And they're going to get all the help that they need. And that's enough for Warner brothers to go, Hey, um, well, that's cool. All's forgiven. Check mark. Good times. Go, go get, Go get yourself all worked out and uh, you can continue to be the Flash because the screenings for the Flash movie, people are walking out of these screenings, these private screenings and just test screenings. And they're saying now that this latest alliteration of the Flash movie is right there as high ranked as like Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy movies. Let that sink in that that is something that 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 this will produce is this movie is that awesome. I'll believe it when I see it because you guys know I saw the first test screenings, plot lines and the description of the story, and I don't know what the hell that was, but it wasn't great, okay I, I just me and my imagination imagining what they said happened in the movie, I pretty much wanted to vomit so. That movie's now looking like, by the way, Flash is now looking like it's going to be pushed back. Also, Aquaman uh, 2, The Lost Kingdom, is looks like it's going to be pushed back. They've already announced dates for that. But the thing that you need to keep in mind with that, of course, is that Ben Affleck himself is going to be in both of these movies. And the Michael Keaton verse that was going to start with Hamada, of course, is done. It's It's gone. See you later. Good night. And the fact that Ben Affleck's Batman is in both these movies. And, and this is part of their 10-year plan. Leads me to believe that Ben Affleck is actually back as Batman, which that's everybody go ahead and cheer because this is the Batman that we need. Now I know immediately some of you are going to be asking questions about Pat Bat, as in Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, he's just in line for that, that, that trilogy that Matt Reeves trilogy and pretty much everything else isn't going to be connected that's going to be your another earth basically Batman that's going to happen and Matt Reeves will be allowed to complete his story because he's under a multi-film contract and that's all that's going to be it's going to be its own little pocket universe but it's not going to be a part of the 10 year plan that will be your Ben Affleck Batman so all of that's going on and then we hear that the black adam test screenings are showing a shadowed out superman in them and it's not one of those where it looks like it's post i mean it's not a um it's in the film and that's how it's going to be but the shadowed out looks very post production in other words that they're hiding something from the people that are going to see the screenings um, a very a little bit brighter version of the man of steel um, uh, super suit is on display in this movie which would lead with the type of tone that the black adam movie shows with the trailer that colors will pop when you have the tone of of the movie that black adam does it's just going to make It's a little darker, but it is going to make them pop a little bit more than what you would see on, like, a a Zack Snyder movie version of the Man of Steel um, Super Suit. So that is what's in there. And then I heard on a podcast, Umberto Gonzalez, which normally when he speaks, I don't take a whole lot of this as actual fact because of his recent stint is kind of a walter hamada uh songbird uh on the internet and really just anything that anybody would say what else was happening he would kind of go against it so i really didn't follow what he said a whole lot but he was asked on the podcast he said he was asked about zack snyder he was asked about batgirl by the way we will get to that because the funeral screenings did happen and people came out of that with a little bit different story, but let, I'll get to that in a second. Um, So he was asked about Henry Cavill and Superman. And he said, I'm not in the spoiler business anymore, so I can't say anything about it. Spoiler. He does still have friends in high places, Umberto Gonzalez. He does. and. He does know things and for him not to say anything because of some of his friends probably don't want to be a part of the new Warner brothers and the direction that they're going. The fact that he used the word spoiler actually made me go, Oh, because he's been a Snyder verse, um, hater, um, anything to do with it, Ben Affleck's never coming back, Henry Cavill's never coming back, Ray Fisher's never coming back, uh, all of those things that were were cooked into his storyline, that's, that's kind of what he had going on. And the fact that he said that, and with the film screening saying that it was a shadowed-out version of Superman leads me to believe that at the test screenings, that they didn't want those people to actually see the spoiler of, that's Henry Cavill. Finally, we would get a report that three months ago, Henry Cavill was filming in the super suit for something, which, by the way, was probably that Black Adam scene. So, and also the guys at Warner Brothers, Aslav and them, have said that yes, they are really interested and like Henry Cavill as Superman. Um, these all point to he's back. I, I, I feel like I may be jumping the gun just a little bit, but he's back. I'm going to go ahead and say he's back. And I will spin the wheel of misfortune if somehow it comes out in October when Black Adam happens and he's not in the film. I will spin the, you know what? I'll spin the wheel twice and I will do both of those things at the exact same time. Whatever they are, it'll be in the same segment. And it'll happen. So, I'm saying Henry Cavill is back, but Affleck's back. Somebody go call Ray Ray Fisher to try and get him as Cyborg. You already still keep uh, Aquaman doing a uh, Momoa doing Aquaman, and I don't think Gal's going anywhere. So your Snyderverse verse may not still continue with this ten year plan just because of how they feel about Zack Snyder, but having these characters remain their characters, that's good enough for me. I'll take Schneider vs. Light. On to the funeral showing of Batgirl. So people came out of the Batgirl funeral showing, but in other words, they showed it to a few people, not making any money off of it. They showed it to a few people, and they just basically just said, this is kind of the celebration of the film that will never be seen. And as they walked out, they were asked, hey, so what'd you think? And the consensus was it wasn't the worst thing they'd ever seen. But it was more like a little bit bigger budget CW movie. First of all, if you are if you were thinking that Batgirl, you just had to see it because, you know, it had some things in there that you wanted to see, the people walking out that were invited to go to the funeral showing Because they might have, you know, really wanted to see it or they were just fans of what that would be. And they just wanted to, you know, ah, who saw a little bit about it. They came out going, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not, you know, spaghetti and pig's feet with ice cream on top, but it is, it's not great. That's what they said. So that now convinces me that the idea that the movie itself wasn't good enough to follow along with the big budget idea that Warner Brothers had with this 10-year plan, then it didn't. So, And if you're telling me that the plot and everything was kind of CW hokey, and we already knew that the Batgirl uh, suit looked like trash anyway, So I I can't even imagine Michael Keaton's Batman rolling around in this hod podge, hod podge. I'm going to think of that word in a second. Uh, Maybe not before I end this, but just know what I'm going with. That this thing was just going to, it was going to be bad. So great idea, saving your tax write-off and never showing it to anybody. If the people that wanted to see it said, meh, it's not so bad. So, we will have some MCU updates coming up, but I needed to get all this DC information out there. I do believe your Schneider light is on the way with somebody else in charge and Yeah. The gang's back together, so congratulations to everybody. Let's all go watch Black Adam. Let's all hold our breath that Flash is exactly what it should be and it's the greatest thing ever. And if it is, then it'll start this DC Universe right and David Zaslav will be some kind of superhuman god to everybody that loves DC Universe. And if not, well, we you know, we tried. <laughs>